0: yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave
1: Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. Seems so long ago now. We were all caught up in the World Cup, Wimbledon, and Donald Trump's visit to the UK. Oh, yeah. That was only all happening just a few days ago. And now it's just, it's old news. It's all over. We need to move on with our lives. Not fake news, Donald. Old news. That's what you are. Um, I didn't even watch the World Cup final. Oh. Instead I chose this is what I chose over the World Cup final I chose a double combo of Star Trek Into Darkness which I'd recorded from Channel 4 the night before mm. followed by Phil and Kirsty's List It or Love It. I thought you were cool. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my badge. What's,
2: what is List It or Love It a new offshoot? It's from a new the, offshoot. location.
1: It, they've tenuously come up with an idea that why Phil and Kirsty would be, you know, going off against one another yet again. Um, but effectively people have a house. Um, and one of them wants to stay there because it's their, that's where they see their future for the next right. 10, 20 years. Someone else says, look, it's too small, we need to move. So it's either list it, as in list it for sale, yeah, yeah. or love it. So Kirsty gets there. a budget to kind of knock through into a kitchen diner basically right. plot spoiler everything ends in a kitchen diner that's yeah. what everyone has nowadays that's what they want yeah, just back, not get rid of that you, stud wall and yeah, then we're no, fine. You, exactly that's you could it. you could have the neighbors from hell on this program you could have the best reasons it could be to do with like your mum and dad or something like that you could really want to move and Kirsty gives you a kitchen diner you say i'm staying yeah, right? i'm yeah. staying
2: open plan living that's I all just, people really want
1: just say look at all the light in here anyway i watched that over the world <laughs> yeah this is better
2: than
3: mbappe right okay i get
2: it <laughs> no but it's, but it's true and I'm. I missed, what did I miss? Did I miss a good game? Was It was a World Cup very entertaining. Okay. Yeah. It was almost sort of summed up the tournament as a whole it had a bit of everything. Tell me a more. A bit of VAR controversy, right. uh, which is always nice to, to see a bit of that in action and uh, yeah, very entertaining France side, deservedly winning, although Croatia looked like they could have come back into it at one point. Yeah,
3: quite a goal that can only be described as absolutely hilarious <laughs> as well, but nearly yes. brought Croatia back into it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Goalkeeping mishap. Yeah. Well, we, we haven't seen since Larice. the likes
1: of us. Yeah, Maurice was,
3: uh, <laughs> I don't know what
2: he was up to there to be honest. It was very strange. Right. Okay.
3: Yeah, I reckon he'd had a, he had a bet on the game yes. and he was certain that... <laughs> I
2: mean, it did look like score scored twice, like, yeah. Yeah, that uh, Croatia will score twice and then it's poured down with rain when the trophy was given out as well and for a while only Putin was had a, a brolly above him. did he? Everyone, like everyone else was getting sick. Gianni Infantino was drenched as where the French was the French president. Right? I and mean, it's just Putin with an umbrella. There yeah. was
3: one gorgeous moment with the rain as well where Gary Lineker made a joke and he said the players might, might need some uh, Didier... Shampoo, and no one in the studio like even blinked. No one laughed. No one came close to laughing.
1: Whereas Phil and Kirsty had me in stitch. <laughs> <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. Right now, it's time to talk about Ross Kemp. <laughs> for the last time right? For I three. think for the third and final time oh, no this is
3: just the beginning of something beautiful no. Ross Kemp every day from now on no.
1: if he no. keeps giving us the content unfortunately yeah. we will play it Glenn you know that um, no this, this little audio has been labelled Ross Kemp 3 and I think uh, whilst that's not going to be a Hollywood blockbuster <laughs> <laughs> um, it's probably the final time we're going to play I think Ross knows it's time now to put it all to bed
2: yeah yeah
1: because he took us on a bit of a roller coaster ride. Because first there was him, he'd obviously really enjoyed the England game.
2: But he had a few beers yeah. and it was just raw. And it came out of the pure. Blue. No one expected Ross Kemp to be the star of the tournament, you know, for that bit. And he got angry and he was a bit drunk. And yeah, was he was, a bit was naked and raw. <laughs> yeah, it was there was drunk, something wasn't wonderful it? Yeah. about it. There was, it was a real moment.
1: Um, he was, yeah, naked, bald and raw, yeah. um, which is the name of my new DVD, which is coming out <laughs> towards Christmas. Um, <laughs> then there was Ross Kemp too but it's always yeah. the sequel's never as good as the first no, one as apart no. from The Godfather yes we know that anyway
2: um, The Difficult Second Video that's where, what it's called yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah
1: where they tried to crowbar in all of the things that we love so much about the first one Yeah, yeah. Um, but because they were all very clearly staged and it, mm. ra- it lacked the raw emotion yes he didn't mean it did he I don't he no. really meant it then it was mm. like when films in the sequel go OTT with with the kind of uh, the CGI effects yeah. uh, in this case in Ross Kemp 2 uh, in the shape of these floral curtains yeah. <laughs> which oh, yeah, you had yeah. behind him and in Ross Kemp 3 has gone for a brick wall. Yeah. He's very much doing the wallpapers you used to be able to get for your phones in the early 90s. <laughs> <No. ortics. laughs> he's done flowers, he he's is. done a brick yeah, wall. Wow. Um, he's not naked either, which is a little bit of a <laughs> no, letdown no, third yeah. one. I don't he's know really what he's trying fans to... Like there. some yeah. kind of art house yeah. European movie here. But just take your clothes off and start shouting at us again, Ross. No wow. one wants to see this nonsense. Yeah. Uh, so Ross has gone for his sober England shirt, England yeah. cap, front of the brick wall, bassy kind of thespian delivery. Yeah, it's, it's basically saying that's it, the fun's over. You know, the fun is over, we're done there. There will be no Ross Kemp 4. <laughs> no, there won't be. Where he fights a giant Russian. Let's, let's, um, let's,
4: let's have a little listen, shall we? Here we go. May have escaped your attention, but um, I'm a bit of an England fan. And um, when this tournament started, many of us didn't believe England would make it to the quarter finals, let alone come fourth in the World Cup. Now we didn't win it and we didn't get to the final. What we may have done, had we been a bit more luckier,
5: had we
4: taken more chances. But I think on well, the basis of how we played, fourth is pretty fair. Uh, and I believe uh, this England team can only get better. So we're very proud of you, lads. Bring on the
2: euro. He wasn't committed to it, was no, he? he m- remember no. the shouty bit at the end, Ross? Everyone wants a shouty <laughs> bit. It was very measured. It felt like there was it someone was. sleeping in the next room. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> just off
4: camera, there's someone with a gun. It's his agent. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, you got 42,000 retweets
0: last time, Ross.
4: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
0: Absolute radio.
1: Every Monday, I like to ask you for your what's-the-six-word-weekend story, Morning Glory. This is effectively something that happened to you across the weekend... Um, but in just six words. My one is, it is a posh kebab. One, two, three. Yes, it is a posh posh kebab. (laughs) Six now. Sorry, my own feature. Yes, it is a posh kebab. I... I, I get what I call a posh kebab every now and again, and my partner tells me that it's a bit of an oxymoron. There's no such thing. Just because you're calling it a posh kebab, she's putting it in the same wheelhouse oh, as right. liberal
2: vegan. Mm. You mean like on the skewers rather than the big yeah, lump oh, of... God, this oh, Turkish place. ...so-called lamb spinning around. Yeah, they do that, and, they, and on the same
1: skewer, they put all of the vegetables as well, and then they do some rice. Yeah, that's
2: posh. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. a is posh a kebab,
1: posh yeah. to me. Yes, it is a posh <laughs> kebab. Thank you, team. Thank you. <laughs> um... I worked the whole damn weekend, says Simon in Kent. That's no fun, Simon. I hope you've got today off. I really do. Friends from Minnesota, booze, BB Quay... Perfection. Ooh. Sounds very nice. My da sold his Avon company. <laughs> <laughs> it's it a highlight of the weekend. Rory it,
2: eh? tweeted that. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank you, Rory. It's such a weird one, isn't it?
1: So weird. My da sold his <laughs> Avon company.
2: <laughs> so I, Is that like Avon calling? It's Avon thing. Calling, it's yeah. thing. That's no, still but, going. But it's not Avon People calling like you're thinking
1: of it in the 70s. It's selling. now like beautiful spa treatment and stuff right. yeah. and in. Rory's dad has <laughs> made a small fortune <laughs> out of it so bravo The
0: Dave Berry <laughs> Breakfast Show with Wix Trade Pro Right now at Wix there's 15% off all paint, tiles and ready to fit kitchen units on
1: top of existing offers Hurry Offers end tomorrow Always cheaper with Wix Trade Pro You've been asking you for your what's a six-word story? Morning glory. You've been sending them in. Thank you very much indeed for doing so. We already had a big congratulations to Rory's Dar on selling his Avon company. Well great done. News, to Rory's great Dar.
2: news. Great yeah. news. Uh,
1: now, Matt, I believe you you protested at a hotel this week. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> no. to do with Donald Trump. You no. just had an individual protest. No,
2: it wasn't really a protest. It's a, it's a sentence you never want to utter when uh, checking out of a hotel. <laughs> Sorry, this is my six words by the way. Sorry, my bath is still full. Uh, my bath was still full of water, right? <laughs> we, we went on an East Coast road trip, so we went to Clacton Beach in the day with me and Kate nice. and the kids. It was lovely. There was some uh, jellyfish on the beach there. It was a bit oh. weird, but it was great. We had a lovely time. <laughs> All covered in sand. Went to this really nice hotel in Suffolk, Sudbury, and, uh, and there was a nice big bath, a big standalone steel sort of bathtub. And it was very nice, and the kids and Kate went in it, and then later on, like, I went in it. But when I went in it, the plug had become jammed. And it was... It was, I tried for which, hours. Which kind of to, plug was it? It was like one of those little twisty plugs, you know, like a, a circular twisty bit. Like uh, the size yeah. of a coin and it flips yeah, around. Yeah, it flips around, but it had become jammed in this lovely bathtub, an ornate bathtub, metal bathtub. I didn't want to damage it, so I couldn't feel like I could, like, force it too much, but my thumbs were killing me trying to get get it out. You have
1: to get the, um, if you get the, the belt bit off of the toweling robe that I'm sure a hotel of this standard would supply, if you just put that round the end of your thumb, it gives you the kind of, oh, it gives you the ability right. to press oh, a little. That's great. Hard. All okay. right. If only yeah. you were there to help me, but as it was, yeah. well, I was there. So, <laughs> so uh,
2: as, as you weren't there, it basically left there stagnant for about twelve hours, and then I had to go and tell the receptionist that um, my bath was still oh, full of water. Not, you don't want to it's do quite embarrassing, At least really, you yeah. did
1: that though. There would have been lesser people would have just left and not kind of
2: yeah I said so. anything. Yeah, yeah. I
1: liked how you didn't name check the hotel because you paid for it. Yeah, it? yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Glenn, what's your six-word weekend story? Morning Glory.
3: I went camping. And hated it.
1: <laughs> oh, what! I had
3: never ever camped before in my life. I've never slept in a tent ever Haven't in my you? life. I've oh, always wow. really, really wanted to, yeah. and the opportunities just never come up. What were,
2: you, what, what were you lying on here? What were you lying on? Just a normal one of those little mats. Matt knows his camping. Yes, or yeah, inflatable air bed. No, no,
3: airbed. there was it, no. It was one of it was like sort of like a yoga mat, basically, oh, and then a sleeping bag on top of that. I was at, I was at oh. Latitude, um, oh. and um, yeah. me and my girlfriend got there quite late in the day and then we picked up our tent quite late as well so we were putting it up at about 11 at night so it was already (laughs) pitch black we had to really put it in the corners of the campsite where we were and then I had to rush off to do a show uh, so I had to leave my girlfriend to pitch the tenner herself, and for that, the I... <laughs> only reason I'm bringing this up is I'd like to issue a national apology to
1: her. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and she deserves one. Emma, good morning. Morning. What's your six-word story of Morning Glory? I practically live on EasyJet now. Okay. Oh, yeah, Have you... no, no, don't tell another me it was one. another wedding. Another one. A You're flight... kidding
6: me. A, flight, a delayed flight to Malaga. I can't think of a time in my life when I've been on this many flights in this shorter space of time.
3: It's do you get air miles or do you have to like check in air miles as you go along? I
6: don't know do if you just... do on budget. Do oh, check wow. if miles?
3: Probably challenge. not, no. No, no, no.
1: How was the wedding?
6: It was a great wedding. Good. Yeah, to be okay. fair, it was worth it. But it was a very fleeting kind of 36 hours in Spain, so.
2: Are they all just blurring into one? Yeah, we are. Someone, they are. someone wearing white and some yeah, music. Yeah, something yeah, happened. Yeah.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast.
1: Absolute radio. Now I'd like to talk culinary quirks, if I may. Um, this is off the back of the ripping that I got from Matt Dyson from my interview in Waitrose Weekend oh, magazine. Right. Yes.
2: Oh, yeah, your, your food diary. Who could forget it? That was one big culinary quirk, wasn't that? <laughs> well, the biggest quirk,
1: the big culinary quirk headline is that I am a vegan who eats chicken. Yes, yeah. Uh, a liberal vegan, as you call yourself. A quirk too far, as many <laughs> have said, yeah. said on my Twitter feed. Um, so this led into the weekend where... Um, My wife really likes baked beans, Heinz baked beans, a woman of simple tastes, as you can tell by who she chose to marry. Um, So I bought her a 24-pack of Heinz baked beans, but they're those little ones where you you tear off the pot and they go in the microwave at work.
2: Little plastic tubs, yeah. She won't eat them, she
1: doesn't like the taste. She likes the metallic taste that comes with the tinned (laughs) baked beans. Now, surely the baked beans are just baked beans. Yeah, hmm. surely. So this is a culinary quirk. If ever there was one, she will only eat baked beans presented to her from a tin, not from the now wasted 23 plastic pots that I've got Why? to get through, even though I'm not a big baked bean fan, but they're going to have to get eaten, up. Yeah, they, they are. Um, so, Matt, I was telling you this, and you've told me an inc-
2: incredible culinary quirk involving your own mouth. I'm surprised you haven't seen me do this before, because I, I, th- I think nothing of it these days, but my uh, wife and daughters uh, are always disgusted. When they see it happening, can I pause there? What you're, what you're about to hear, <laughs> yes, it's, it's, will shock and please you. Please clarify as quickly not, as possible. It's, it's, <laughs> what you're about to hear,
1: as far as culinary quirks go, is it's, it's so quirky. I've never heard of anyone except a horse <laughs> do this before. <laughs> so, Matt Dyson's wife th- and kids are shocked by this, and I've only ever known a horse do it before. I st-
2: well, I started doing it about, I'd say, about five or six years ago. Uh, Because I was sick of just leaving the core lying around It It goes all brown and manky. (laughs) I eat a whole apple. You don't. I eat the whole thing. I take the stalk off and then I eat the whole thing, the core and all. Pips of traces of cyanide in them. What? Yes, <laughs> but, like don't, don't do that. Pie. Shut up! I thought fine. it was
3: because people no, no no no, <laughs> <tummy. laughs> to Matt. That is a real That's thing.
2: No, it's fine. I'm not. I'm fine, aren't I? I've been doing yeah, it yeah, for years. I'm only foaming <laughs> at the mouth slightly.
1: <laughs> I, I'm fine. All right. Seriously, <laughs> <are I?
2: laughs> seriously, it is fine. I know people put off by it. They go, "Oh, well, it must be horribly eating a core." It's just a slight difference of texture. It still tastes like an apple, and you just, you know, it's fine. Swallow the whole thing.
3: What if you're near a bin? Do you
2: still just no, don't even I go actually, near a bin? you still prefer, eat the whole apple I prefer to eat the whole Apparently apple Apparently he's now. been Once doing this in it. this very room yeah, for yeah, ages. Yeah, oh, no, I can't believe you haven't noticed. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean I
1: watch you doing most things as you know but oh. eating an apple must be one where I've let myself <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, but do you eat route ra- do you eat and I'm going to I don't I hate using the word normal person but do you <laughs> eat an apple like a normal person and then just mm, tasty little fresh no, core I at the I end? No, sort of bite it from the top down. <gasps>
2: You that's don't worries. You go straight
1: <laughs>
0: in at the yeah, That's so bizarre what Like you, a cartoon graphic is? Of an apple
2: here. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah pretty much I, 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 I can eat it Whichever way I want Because I'm going to Eat the whole thing It doesn't matter does it it's, You don't a need so, to eat Round the core Because it's a sphere You <laughs> yeah, just go yeah, straight go. in From the top
6: Yeah yeah You'll so find there are A lot of
2: people that do this yeah. No, there, no. Are, there are What are you I in a Facebook group
6: I've heard of it before My sister's boyfriend he's all fruits With the skin on But What kiwi
2: fruit as well Kiwi fruit Oranges
6: Mmm, maybe not oranges.
2: He doesn't Ooh. even take the piss pith, pith off. It have got Stop
1: talking about pith. <laughs> we covered sorry. we covered pith a while back, and we said we'd let
2: it go because of little slip-ups like know. this. I know. Oh, <laughs> I think it must be the cyanide <laughs> in those apple piths. <laughs> yeah, I am so sorry. Matt is cyanided
1: <laughs> off his face. If that's even a thing. <laughs> Culinary quirks: 8, 12, 15. Whether it be only eating beans, um, beans from a tin, <laughs> <laughs> it's catching. <laughs> 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 or whether it be eating an apple from the top it's not even the core bit it's eating it from the top it's so unnatural Just
2: throw the whole thing in there the dave berry
1: breakfast show podcast
0: absolute radio
1: as i'm a vegan who eats chicken i thought it was time we discussed your culinary quirks <laughs> only to discover there was a weirdo sat opposite me every weekday morning mm, eats the whole of the it. apple there's a lot of Coras out there. I'm going to start calling you Rita's, I thought. Rita, <laughs> right. Rita Cora. Rita <laughs> <got that. laughs> okay, Cora. Nice, yeah. If we call you Rita's collectively. Yeah, fine. Rita yeah. um, There are a lot of Rita's out there. Um, I put vinegar on my bacon. What? Says Simon in Bedfordshire. Everyone looks at me in
2: disgust. <laughs> <laughs> my Uncle Paul eats orange peel. It's one oh. text we've had to so that Not even candid, just straight orange peel. <laughs> I mean, that is horrendous. Uncle Paul! <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: I don't like hot food. If I order a takeaway, whether it be a pizza, a curry, a Chinese, a chippy, I let it sit until it's gone stone cold before chowing down. That is disgusting. That's not good. Uh, Joining us right now on line one, we have Andrea. Good morning to you, Andrea. Good morning. Uh, Lovely having you on the show. Thank you for taking the time to talk to us uh, on a Monday. Um, We believe that first things first, you are a Rita. You do eat the core of an apple as well. sister.
0: I, I did used to, until I had to have crowns at the front of my mouth.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, so right, dental okay. work will yeah. affect you being a reader.
0: put an
1: end to it. Okay, no, fair no, enough. Fair enough. Um, so tell us what your culinary quirk is, please.
0: Okay, so I open a bag of Quavers and then I leave them on the side for at least a week till they go sort of
1: chewy, oh. and then I'll eat them.
0: Mm.
1: <laughs> oh, Suddenly, I seem so normal. <laughs> <laughs> wow! You can say that as much as you like, but <laughs> No one's falling for it. That is amazing. Um, so, so is it? Do you have to pre-plan this? Like, if what I'm saying, if you've got like movie night on Friday and you want yeah. to have some Quavers, do you buy them on Monday, open them, and leave them there until you know you're going to be watching a film?
0: Uh, yeah, kind of. And I, uh, I tend to open a few at a time and just leave them sort Around of... Around the house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I forget where I put them in, I get a nice chewy surprise. Oh, Works <laughs> so
0: you... well with watsits and prawn that's
2: crackers it. as well. Wow. So airing airing your quavers <laughs> a week in yeah. advance adds the flavour. Now, I have... You know when you're at a kid's party and there's like bowls of quavers No, 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 no. No, 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 Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> that's, that's like an entry-level quaver that's been no, aired. No, they're
0: crunchy. They're still They're crunchy. It's in the bag. They're straight away, and I totally disagree with
1: the instructions on the back. <laughs> <laughs> <Huh>. Culinary quirks. <laughs> <laughs> Andrea in Birmingham airing our quavers live on Absolute Radio. Uh, Andrea, it's been a real pleasure talking to you. Have a lovely day and a great week. Thanks very much. Cheers,
0: guys. Bye-bye. What a start. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio.
1: It's the Dave Barry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. It gives me a great pleasure to say. Simon Peggs here. Hello, Simon. Hello there, Dave. Uh, now, Mission Impossible Fallout is out in cinemas on the 26th of July. Uh, continues to prove that wherever Tom Cruise lives, he does have the Fountain of Youth buried somewhere in his back garden. Creepy. It's strange to see, isn't it? I could be watching any of the Mission Impossibles going back to the mid-1990s.
5: It's very odd. And also, the speed at which he healed from (laughs) having a, a shattered ankle, a bone... Or two turns literally to dust, and yet nine weeks later, he's. Something's up, Dave. Uh, Something's wrong
1: there. Yeah. Or or so right. Or something is right. We want to know the secret. He has
5: Wolverine level healing skills.
1: Um, A mutual friend of ours, Alex Zane. Um, Yes. I'm shocked he's still working. I know what you're saying, Simon. (laughs) Um, uh, He swings by here every now and again. We talk movies. And um, he said that that Tom Cruise (laughs) is one of. uh, A great actor, but he's one of the industry's best stuntmen. Yes. And do you think that's a big ingredient in why people love the Mission Impossible movies? Uh, and return to see them what tom
5: has realized very cannily is that the audience really do respond to reality you know we can do anything these days cg is a fabulous tool that we can create these amazing worlds and have human forms do anything we want but if you know that it's an actual human being in that situation the feeling you get watching is far more kind of butt-clenchingly real yeah. Do you know what i mean yeah yeah and i think you, you, you can see an, a movie with incredible action, but if you know that none of it actually happened, you're just looking at fireworks. Whereas what Tom knows, if you create a good story with good characters that you're invested in and you put them in genuinely life-threatening situations... There's a different sense of enjoyment that you get watching it. And ever since he hung off the Burj Khalifa, that's what these films have been about.
1: What's he like before he does those things? I He gets nervous. I'm sure he does. I'm I'm kind of pleased to hear that. I don't know why.
5: Well, (laughs) It seems normal. uh, At the Burj, I remember just looking at... I went to see the stunt being done, and I looked out the window, and he was hanging off there, and he just had this massive grin on his face. And it was like, okay, so he has no fear. When we did the A400 stunt in, um, in Mission Rogue Nation, when he hung off the plane... Yeah. You could see he was kind of, like, cycling himself up, and he was a little nervous, and there were so many more variables involved in that stunt. With this one, he did, like, three stunts bigger than all the other ones in all the other films. He jumped out of an airplane at 25,000 feet, like 160 times to get the shot. He jumped... He fell off a helicopter in midair. Me and Rebecca Ferguson are on the ground, not knowing that that was what was going to happen. So we're watching him hanging off this helicopter, and suddenly he dropped. And me and Rebecca looked at each other and went, Oh, that's it. <laughs> We've had a good run. We've had a good run. <laughs> we'll call it a day. My house is only 25 <laughs> minutes up the
1: road. Do you fancy a go? Oh, we were in New Zealand at this <laughs> oh, point. Okay. I was like, Oh, man, I've got to go home today.
5: And he did this incredible jump across two buildings, which resulted in him shattering his ankle. But knowing as he did that he had to complete the shot, Or else we would, you know, this was his producer mind kicking in over his, you know, everything, every other part of his mind, like the pain he was in saying, you have to get out of shot and look like you're still okay. Otherwise, it's going to cost us a lot of money and it did ultimately that shot's in the movie and it was the most expensive shot in the movie because of the ensuing insurance claim What have you?
1: wow that's amazing Um, was it with his producer head on that he cast Henry Cavill in this so that he could watch himself beat up Superman (laughs) at the cinema (laughs) that was what when I saw it I thought if I was Tom Cruise that's what I'd do I'd go uh, Superman you'll do I'm going to beat you up next
5: that was him entirely flexing his alpha male (laughs) muscles so you can fly whatever (laughs) I've just jumped over a building over
1: here okay Simon don't go anywhere because coming up next it's time for Showbiz Scenarios.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.
1: So far, this has brought to the world uh, Brandon Flowers demanding a right to reply from Liam Gallagher, who told me that he saw him watching Little House on the Prairie. Uh, it was, in fact, the Waltons. That was what Brandon <laughs> set the record straight. And Benedict Cumberbatch uh, had to explain to Tom Holland that RuPaul's Drag Race didn't involve cars.
6: <laughs> because Tom Holland
1: is the sweetest guy I've ever met. Um, so basically, this is uh, there's three options. And then... They're all people you've worked with throughout your illustrious career and there's some hypothetical situations and you just tell me who you would choose and why. Got it. And we always start with this. Yes. There is a body in the boot of the car. Who do you call for help and why? Benedict Cumberbatch, Tom Cruise or Idris Elba?
5: Now, I would probably have to call Benedict Okay. just because he would go completely to pieces and it would be fun to <laughs> behold. Uh, and no, I think that I'm more of a sort of comedic... Idris and Tom could probably take care of it. They, they'd speak to people. Uh, they know people. They know people. Right, OK. Me and Benedict, it would be like a fantastic <laughs> rogue movie as we, uh, we fumbled our way through the disposal <laughs> of a body, both of us uh, heaving terribly as we attempted to uh, dismember it.
1: Um, you're on trial in Thailand yes. for reasons we won't go into right now. <laughs> um, who do you choose as your defence lawyer yes. and why? Martin Freeman, yeah. Alec Baldwin, yeah. uh, Zachary Quinto. Boulders every time. <laughs> oh, I'd love to
5: know it, but we well enough to call him Boulders. That 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 man could literally talk the hind legs off any creature, including a tribunal of Thai lawmakers. <laughs> uh, it, it, he is so beguiling and fun to be around. I think I could probably escape whilst he just had them agape oh. at his. Incredibleness! I'm so
1: pleased to hear that's the <laughs> truth of the man. Um, and finally, your final showbiz scenario: you've had a very stressful day on set. Mm. Who's given you a post-work foot rub in your trailer, and why? Uh, we have Nick Frost, yeah. Henry Cavill, yes. or Chris Pine.
5: I get lost in Chris Pine's eyes. Oh, that's a isn't truth. he
1: dream? I had him on the she's so dreamy. Isn't he, is he?
5: Stupidly handsome. I've heard Chris Pine referred to as too handsome. To be handsome, there was a lot of love for <laughs> Benny Cumberbatch, Benny darling Benny, Benny. in uh, in in Star Trek too. and I would always be saying to the to the to the people, girls and boys, who would profess their love for Benedict, why, why not Chris? You know, Chris is like he's broad shoulders, he's he's just impossibly handsome, and often the answer was he's too handsome. Um, Simon, it's always a pleasure to see you. Um, Can I just say quickly yes, about please do. because Ho- you mentioned about Tom Holland? Yes, I used to when I was a stand-up back in the day, twenty years ago. Or so, would often do gigs with. Um, Tom's dad, Dominic Holland, Dominic, who's a yeah. very good stand-up comedian. And I met Tom at the um, at the BAFTAs or something um, recently, and I literally, for the first time in my life, I went up to someone very famous and said, I knew your dad. <laughs> <laughs> it made me feel so old. <laughs> and, and kind of was weird. he like, oh,
1: right, yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> no, he
5: was, of course, because he's like yeah. the sweetest, sweetest boy. And he was oh, yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. But it was so funny to sort of like be part of that generation that is the is so senior to the to, I got on a lift with Zendaya the other day and um, I, I didn't say anything to her but um, I was able to go back and say I guess, guess what to my daughter I was in a lift with Zendaya <laughs> and she was more impressed by that yeah. than by the fact that her father is in a film with Tom Cruise
1: <laughs> um, no it's well listen Simon it's great seeing you uh, Mission Impossible Fallout is everything us Mission Impossible fans wanted so thank you to Tom and to you for that uh, it is in Cinemas on the 26th of July Simon Pegg everybody thank you very much thank Simon. you, thank you.
5: All myself. <laughs>
1: Swallow Based the there. numbers. Basically. The
0: Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Ten weeks of tickets. Absolute Radio's ten weeks of tickets.
1: We are now into week ten of ten weeks of tickets, and we have saved the biggest one till last, as it's all about U2's huge UK arena tour in October, and more specifically, their O2 gig on October the 23rd, In London Now, if you want to win these passes, you just need to play a little game named Postcards from the Edge. That's right. The man single-handedly responsible for keeping the beanie hat industry afloat. Uh, He's gone on his holidays. Uh, From the clues the U2 guitarist gives, can you have a guess at which city he has visited? Um, Now, he has sent this postcard to his best mate, Bono. We're about to have a listen. Before we do, uh, producer Claire, Mm. I just want to triple check with you. As an Irish person, this is over. OK for us to do, isn't it? Absolutely, boys. Are you sh- you're 100% sure? Go for it. Go for it. OK, <laughs> let's have a postcard from The Edge.
6: Postcards from The Edge. Dear Bono, it's me, The Edge. You know, you're man from the band, you too. Well, scenes of pure joy here tonight, with people filling the streets until the wee wee hours. I keep hearing Ales Le Bleu being screamed throughout this fine city, which got me excited as I thought the boy Bam Blue might be in town. What a treat that would have been. (laughs) Alas, I think because of something else, as we all know, Lee Ryan is perfectly happy playing the role of Woody Woodward in EastEnders at the moment. Is there anything that man can do, Bono? Anyway, at one point I could have sworn I had ended up in Blackpool. But unless you now have to cross a body of water off the south coast of England to get to the illuminations, I think I must have made a mistake. <laughs> anyway, take care. Lots of love to you and the other members of the band in you too from the guitarist, The Edge. <laughs> <laughs>
1: There we go. That was our first ever and maybe last ever postcard from the edge. If you think you know where he is and you want to see you two play their Innocence and Experience show at the O2, give us a call now on 30 123 1215 033-0123-1215. You've got five minutes to enter, which is until when? 8.20.
0: 8.20.
1: Uh, We'll get someone on shortly to have a guess. Good luck.
0: The Dave Berry
1: Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio.
6: Postcards. From
1: The Edge. Wonderful voiceover work from The Sturge there. Thank you very much indeed, Claire Sturgis. Uh, Now, The Edge has gone on his holidays and luckily for us, he sent back an audio postcard to his best mate, Bono. You just have to guess which city he's in. Here's a little reminder of what we just heard.
6: At one point, I could have sworn I had ended up in Blackpool. But unless you now have to cross a body of water off the south coast of England to get to the Illuminations, I think I must have made a mistake. Take care. Lots of love to you and the other members of the band, and you too. From the guitarist, The Edge.
1: Might be the last time we do this, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone thinking of getting into radio, there's ideas you have on a Friday after the show that sound (laughs) awesome. Don't necessarily sound so great on the Monday morning. (laughs) Anyway, joining us right now in Birmingham, we have Andy. Good morning, Andy. Good morning. I'm really
5: chuffed that I'm on the radio.
1: Oh, we're really chuffed you're on the radio as well, Andy. How lovely if you take the time to enter and, of course, tune into the show. Uh, Let's get down to business. Where was the edge when he sent Bono the postcard?
4: He's
1: in Paris, France. Easy, in Paris, France, of course he is. Congratulations. Yeah. Bravo. Yeah. You are off to yeah. see U2 play the O2. Who's that in the background, Andy?
2: That, uh, that's my wife, Gemma. Uh, Dave, can I just tell you one little story about you 2 I got a ticket off my mate once to come to a club in Birmingham to watch this band. I weren't really interested because I weren't into live music then. I went to this club in Birmingham and I watched U2, and I'll tell you what, they're the best band ever for 70 pence cost me 70 pence <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and I, put, and I and they come to the bar and they were so friendly and that but you don't you never think then, but well, I'll get his autograph and stuff like that
1: well, what I know. an incredible yeah, story.
2: Yeah. No, honestly, and I'm 54 now, so to go back again, it's probably the last time I'll ever see him.
1: Well, this is brilliant. And, you know, because you've won the tickets, Andy, this means that you have got to see you two twice for a total of 70p, <laughs> which is just amazing. Andy, enjoy the gig, and lots of love to your wife. They give it up for Andy in Birmingham, everybody. Congratulations. Uh, now, Leona has your next chance to win, and we'll have another pair to give away right here on The Breakfast Show tomorrow.
0: The Dave Barry Breakfast
1: Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. We're coming up. Ross Kemp finally gives us all closure. Uh, But first, uh, peppered throughout the show, pardon the pun, is culinary quirks. This is after I purchased my wife who who likes baked beans, Heinz baked beans to be precise. I got a 24-pack of the plastic pots that you snap off and take to work, Mm. Uh, but she'll only eat them from a tin. (laughs) Uh, Obviously, quite a culinary quirk, for me is that I'm a vegan, but I do eat chicken. Mm. Um, and quirky, yeah. it's quite well. What's quirky is the way in which you eat an apple, Matt. If you'd like well, to share with everybody that's, that's once quirky. again how I you just eat an apple. Eat
2: the whole thing apart from the uh, the bit on top, the little. Uh, but you start stalk. from the top
1: as well, <laughs> which is just so strange. Yeah, the stalk. That's I, the first thing you eat.
2: No, I don't eat the stalk. So I, I do so discard the stalk. I'm not an, I'm not an animal. I do <laughs> discard the, the stalk. Uh, but then I just go top or bottom, mix it up, you know, don't eat it in the traditional way. No. Because if you don't were to conform. do that, then you're just left with just core in the middle. You need to have a bit of apple with each bite. I'd eat it, it normally the and then core, eat the core. It makes the core more palatable to spread out the core. All you people out there who eat the entire
1: apple are called Ritas in Rita Cora. So <laughs> they're now collectively known as Ritas. Uh, hi, David Matt. For breakfast, I pour tea onto my Weetabix, sprinkle oh. some sugar on it, then spread it onto toast from Janine in Romford. You oh. need to go to prison immediately. <laughs>
2: That's where she learned that. That was, that was from prison. It's so weird. It's the weirdest thing. Like double, It's like double carb, isn't it? That It's just not nice at all. But we misread this. What did you presume? I thought she was soaking her Wheatabix biscuit in tea and then letting it dry for a bit and then putting it in the toaster because I think some people do toast the Wheatabix mm. biscuits. Oh. What? Yeah, some people just put butter on the Wheatabix biscuit as well. Wow. I mean, you know, there's all sorts of outlandish breakfast styles out there. Dustman John, good morning to John, says, ''Ice cream with hot custard. It's a
1: delicious taste confusion.''
2: <laughs> what a decadent Dustman <laughs> John is. <Yeah. laughs> ice cream and hot custard. So. I'd, give, I'd definitely give that a go. But it must just melt straight away though, doesn't it?
1: You, know, sure. you must have had that before, a dessert.
2: You say, do you want custard
1: yeah. or ice cream and you say both?
2: I'll have both. Yeah, oh, actually,
3: yeah. you're okay. right, I have. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. not crazy but not, it is a, <laughs> <laughs> it's slightly maverick.
2: Yeah. Not
1: that decadent after all, Dustman John. Very Breakfast Show. With Wicks,
0: get organised. A Keter Marvel all-purpose storage box was thirty-four ninety-nine. Now just twenty-five pounds. Hurry, ends today. Let's
1: do it right. But right now it's time to talk about Ross Kemp. <laughs> <laughs> For the last time, I think. I think for the third and final time. Oh, no, this is
3: just the beginning of something beautiful. No. Ross Kemp
1: every day from now on. No. If it no. keeps giving us the content, unfortunately, yeah. we will play it, Glenn. You know that. Um, no, this, this little audio has been labelled Ross Kemp 3. And I think, uh, whilst that's not going to be a Hollywood blockbuster, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's probably the final time we're going to play. I think Ross knows it's time now to put it all to bed.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Because he took us on a bit of a roller coaster ride. Because first there was him; he'd obviously really enjoyed the England game. But he had a few beers, yeah. and it was just raw.
2: And it came out of the pure. Bloom. No one expected Ross Kemp to be the star of the tournament, you know, for that bit. And he got angry, and he was a bit drunk. Yeah, he was naked and raw. Yeah, it was something yeah, <laughs> wonderful it? Yeah. about it. No, there was. It was a real moment.
1: Um, he was yeah naked, bald, and raw, yeah. um, which is the name of my new DVD, which is coming out <laughs> towards Christmas. <laughs> um, then there was Ross Kemp too but it's always yeah. the sequel's never as good as the first no, one it like, apart no. from the godfather yes we know that anyway um, the
2: difficult second video that's what it's called yeah
1: where they tried to crowbar in all of the things that we love so much about the first one Yeah, yeah. Um, but because they were all very clearly staged and it, mm. rapped, it lacked the raw emotion yes he didn't mean it did he I no. don't think he really meant it then it was mm. like when films in the sequel go OTT with with the kind of uh, the CGI effects yeah. uh, in this case in Ross Kemp 2 uh, in the shape of these floral curtains <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which oh, yeah, you had yeah. behind him and in Ross Kemp 3 has gone for a brick wall. Yeah. He's very much doing the wallpapers you used to be able to get for your phones in the early 90s. <laughs> <No. laughs> he he's done flowers, he's done a brick yeah, wall. Well. Um, he's not naked either, which is a little bit of a no, letdown in the third yeah. one. I don't he's know really why he's trying to... Fans like there. some yeah. kind of art house yeah. European movie here. But just take your clothes off and start shouting at us again, Ross. No right. one wants to see this nonsense. Yeah. Uh, so Ross has gone for his sober England shirt, England yeah. cap, front of the brick wall, bassy, kind of thespian
2: delivery. Yeah, it's, it's basically saying that's it, the fun's over. You know The fun is over. We're done there. There will be no Ross Kemp 4.
1: <laughs> no, there won't be. Where he fights a giant Russian.
2: Let's, <laughs> let's, um, let's, <laughs> let's
4: have a little listen, shall we? Here we go. I may have escaped your attention, but um, I'm a bit of an England fan. And um, when this tournament started, many of us didn't believe England would make it to the quarterfinals, let alone come fourth in the World Cup. Now we didn't win it, and we didn't get to the final, we may have done, had we been a bit more luckier, had we taken more chances, but I think on the basis of how we played, fourth is pretty fair, Uh, and I believe uh, this England team can only get better, so we're very proud
2: of you lads. Bring on the euro. He wasn't committed to it, was he? Remember the shouty bit at the end, Ross? Everyone wants a shouty (laughs) bit. It was very measured. It felt like there was someone sleeping
1: in the
3: next room.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just off camera, there's someone with a gun. It's his agent.
1: (laughs) You got 42,000 retweets last time, Ross. Make it count.
0: (laughs) The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio.
1: On the morning that Ross Kemp finally gives us closure over his World Cup videos, we are smashing together the world of soap operas because, of course, he played um, Grant Mitchell mm. and music. Here we go, everyone. Oh, it's an instrumental. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the warning.
2: <laughs> oh, no, it's not. <laughs> I
1: seem to have crashed the vocal there, everyone. <laughs> uh, as always, ones from around the room to start us off with. Um, Toadfish and the Bottle
2: Men. Oh, yes, nice. that's really good. Merci. Yeah. Uh, Matt Dyson. I was very pleased with Prisoner Cell Block H from Steps <laughs> until I realised a lot of other people have come in with that It was one, a popular also. choice. Uh, so I've, instead I've gone for Tasmin the Archers. <laughs> <laughs> and and well-ordified. Yeah, <laughs> Well-odd fight. It's getting nothing from the next door. Absolutely uh, Glenn and Emma were communicating with each other while, we were, while you were laying down
1: <laughs> the, <laughs> the genie <eye> of wordplay. <laughs> <laughs> they actually put their mic down and just going, so what are you up to? <laughs> <laughs> last, in, I ain't there last week, it's lovely. Have the poached eggs. We knew it wouldn't be worth listening to Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> Do you want to tell him one more time? No, no, no.
3: no, no! It. Yeah.
1: Um, have you got anything, <laughs> Emma? Absolutely not. We're tra- no. trying to, uh, I'm trying to work this I don't know, uh, like... Wait.
6: I, the reason why we had the what? mics down is because oh, I was man. telling Glenn what it was that uh, we were doing.
3: Right, he's, this is off the cuff. Wait, Harold, Harold, <laughs> Pet Bishop boys. <laughs> <laughs> Why the skin
1: of your teeth.
3: <laughs> That's My Indiana s- Jones reaching under and grabbing his hat.
1: <laughs> I saw you coming pet. back from the loo. I you thought, has voice. he listened? No. Uh, luckily, Gary T to the rescue with Home and a Wazer Light. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Chris Crossroads. Nice. Hall and Holly Oates from Sam in Walsall. Coronation Street Preachers. <laughs> Bros Kemp from Holly <laughs> Hempstead. <laughs> oh. And Bat Out of Hell Dorado from oh, Darren oh, E. Birmingham. Nice.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.
1: Frankie Goes to Hollyoaks. Ha! <laughs> 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 from Sparky Neal. Emma Dale, Lake and Palmer from Monzo Paul. Oh, that's good. Mumford and Sons and Daughters from Matt and Bexley oh, Heath. Sons and Daughters, yeah, another, remember that? Another
2: little-known Australian number, wasn't it, Matt? They're number. good at this, the Aussies. Yeah.
1: Now Den in Barkin who gets to in touch every day for the Daily Smash and we love that you do, Den. You're stretching a little bit here. Uh,
2: it's not one of his finest.
1: Corrie Bailey Ration Street. Oh
3: wow. <laughs> <Bailey Ration>
2: Street. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but an artist we we always play. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Corrie Bailey Ration I actually quite like it.
1: Yeah, now, now we've had another little yeah, think yeah, about yeah. it. No, yeah. um, a dot grower. cotton i joe from Cars <laughs> <Colin laughs> on Twitter. Another,
2: Excellent, another big one on the playlist. Guy Howe has also been in touch. Hashtag daily smash with the Bill Withers. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> the, with- <laughs> the Bill. <Yeah. laughs> Mike Baldwin and the Mechanics.
1: (laughs) Oh, yes. (laughs) Thank you very much indeed for getting involved in the Daily Smash. Coming up next, well, France won the World Cup, which means one of our lovely listeners won big two.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. (laughs)
1: Well, it seems like a million years ago, we struck upon the idea of doing the People's World Cup sweepstake, dedicated to those who are self-employed or maybe work shift patterns and don't get to get involved in the office sweepstake where everyone gets all, oh, yes, I paid a pound and I got Croatia. <laughs> People we yeah. hate because we obviously leave here about 10.30am, so all the fun happened at 10.35am when it came to the World Cup sweepstake <laughs> yeah. here at Absolute Radio. Um, but we've been whittling it down, of course, as the tournament has gone on. And uh, we spoke to our two finalists, and one of whom was Danny, who had been given France in the World Cup sweepstake. He said on Friday, Dave, you might as well post the tickets to me now. And, of course, he was absolutely right. And the tickets he refers to was, as the winner of the sweepstake, he is going to Rice Festival, happening at Highlands Park. Friday the 17th of August and Saturday the 18th of August, he's going to see the likes of Liam Gallagher, James Bay, The Manic Street Preachers, Bastille, The Stereophonics, and Rag and Bone Man to name but a few. Um, I didn't actually watch the final. I mm. watched instead Star Trek Into Darkness and followed by <laughs> Love It or List
2: It with Kirsty uh. and Phil. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, but uh, it was a good final. I enjoyed the final. I didn't watch the third and fourth place playoff. Did uh, you guys next still watch that? I remember? was uh,
3: I was on stage the at Latitude, about- I missed the whole thing. Oh yeah, thing. yeah, everyone's
2: got excuses mm. there. I know. Yeah. No. Oh no, we're <laughs>
1: looking forward to it. It's an yeah, extra football we. match. We can't wait. They were saying. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. I had a job. <laughs> no, no, no. Everyone suddenly got a job when it's the third place no, no, playoff.
2: Yeah. Um, tell us more about this Southgate station, mate. Oh well, this is actually happening, isn't it? I thought it was. I thought it was potentially a joke at first, but it really is happening at Southgate. Uh, tube station on the Piccadilly line in London. It has been renamed for 48 hours Gareth Southgate Station, which is amazing, isn't it? If we ever win the
1: World Cup, they're going to change all tube station names to Gareth Southgate they have to, yeah. forever. That's That's the whole network.
0: <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.
5: Absolute Radio's £20,000 giveaway.
1: Yes, Absolute Radio is about to sort out your summer holidays with £20,000 to spend. By this coming Friday night, the cash will be transferred directly into your bank account. It means you're able to book a holiday or maybe upgrade the holiday you've already booked or you could buy a new car or you could spend all the money on your garden and a lovely bottle of Viognier and spend some time at home, which will be very, very nice. Um, it doesn't matter what you do with it. We just want you to win it. Matt, if you won £20,000, what would you do with it or well, what would you suggest I, the lovely listeners you know, do? If you
2: wanted to really keep the It's Coming Home Vibe going for the rest of the summer, you could get 307 Southgate waistcoats from MS. <laughs> £65 pound a pop. Probably about to be reduced, to be fair. I so imagine so. You might be able to get more than 307 if you hold out. So you could get
1: 500 waistcoats. Well, yeah. Again, great advice. Are you a financial advisor? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Invest in waistcoats. That's what they're all, that's what they're all saying. Um, there's no question to answer. It only takes 10 seconds to potentially win the money. Just get out your phone and text the word WIN to 81250. The
0: Absolute Radio. £20,000
1: giveaway. Tax cost £2. splash Standard network rate. Lines close at nine
0: am on Friday, twentieth of July. We're playing across the Absolute Radio network. You must be over eighteen to play.
6: Rules, terms, and entry are at absoluteradio.co.uk.
1: And that's it from the Daybreak Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. <laughs> God bless you all for tuning in. Of course, if you missed anything, uh, you can get all the best bits on our daily podcast. Uh, available to subscribe and download from all the usual places. If you fancy giving us a little five-star rating. In fact, let's be realistic. We'll accept anything three up.
2: Yeah. Three, yeah, three, yeah.
1: Three star- <laughs> yeah. When producer Dave says that, you know, that, really, that really cuts. You agreed a little too quickly for my liking there, young man. We'll take anything from three stars up. Yeah, we will, definitely. Um, previous episodes include Like a Wet Dog on a Lilo, Trev Needs a Digital Detox, The Self-Awareness of Ross Kemp and The Curse of Mick Jagger, plus, all jokes aside, Live from the Top of the BT Tower, which was Friday's edition, with the Stereophonics,
2: they did two incredible acoustic songs for us. Um, so, Matt, what can people hear on today's podcast? Oh, well, there's all sorts isn't there? There's the uh, the bean debacle from your good self. There's the uh, the apple chats that we had earlier. Matt eats apples in a very very
1: strange way. Don't like the podcast to find out which way that is. If you
2: try it that way you'll Hanging never go back. upside down. You'll never go back <laughs> once you try it. It's worth giving it a go. Naked in the park. Uh,
1: we have more from Ross Kemp and our guest this morning was Mr Simon Pegg. He was on fine form. As I say you can download the podcast from all the usual places thanking you in advance. Uh, Leona's up Next. We'll be back tomorrow when you wake up. Arivederci.
0: The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Podcast done. Absolute Radio.